This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, um, we have the Pashas Yisroi, and of course the m- main part of Pashas Yisroi is a lot to do with Mantora, but there's, there are things before as well. The first one it says, Yisro said, um, I now know that Hashem is great amongst the gods, because his retribution was in those areas that they specifically sinned. So, Javed Abachai explains, that, the Sorna explains, that he saved them um, with exactly the same things that they had mm. done bad against them, for instance, he killed out the Bechayrim, just like the Mitzrim killed out all the, all the children of Israel. He um, drowned them in the Yam, which was Kamida Kanegamiga, killed the Bechoros, and so on. Ubeze Horeb Duloso al Kololohim. Kilechoshashum Umashiuchal Shum Kelmelehem. Sorry, Malo, Lishale Midak Negamid Becholdova. Avochashashashum Dabechadulha. So he explains that. In Mida Keneged Mida, it tells me that whereas all gods are believed by their worshippers to have powers, specific powers, certain powers, and, and that's who they are, that's what they are, um, the, the, the idea of Mida Keneged Mida requires that you be master of all of it, that you be able to a payback in whatever mida you were paid with. That's something only Akash Baruch can do. So by seeing that Akash Baruch was able to pay back the Bchoros and the Yam and everything else, that was a certain um, awareness of the Akash Baruch and his pals and so on. That's what the Sparna says. I wanted to add something of my own, another Knech in the Mida Kreget Mida. When I, when I punish someone, when I get even with somebody, get back at somebody. So the, um, the usual motive is that I myself was hurt, damaged, somehow upset by the other person, and therefore I am, uh, and, and therefore I've, uh, I'm trying to get back with him, even with him. But if the, and that, is sort of the motive of all gods. All gods, the way the idol worshippers perceive them, are, um, uh, let's call them humans of some sort, they, they're human-like entities, they've got feelings, they've got a sense of dignity, honor, holy above, and when you mess with a god, he gets back at you. So you get back at somebody in the way that's best for you. And, um, you know, if, 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 if he hits you, but you're better at, at pickpocketing him, so you'll pickpocket him and you know take his wallet as as a retribution for him punching you, or vice versa. If he took your wallet and you're better at walloping him, you'll hit him. The mida kreged mida. The purpose of mida kreged mida is to rectify, to rehabilitate, to educate, to sort of um, it, it, it's focused on the person doing it. You've done X. Let me show you what it feels like to have X done to you and you will have a different perception of things. 
So that's why the Midah was something that distinguished Alekus from Avodah Okay, the next one is Rabbeinu Bechaya. It says that that um, that Aaron, everyone came to break bread with Yisro. Now, th- what's the significance of having a suda? <coughs> I mean, as a story, it, uh, yeah, he came to visit and they made supper for him. Well, what's the point over here? So he says, "Im So the first thing Rabbi Nachman is pointing out, the pasuk says they had a suda in the presence of, next to um, the Amur the, the, the Amur Esh, which is where was Ashura Sashchina. So he explains, Usudu zu asolakot Yisrof, shnezgaya v'milot vil b'mayim, k'dina ger, awal asolakot Sashchina. It was a suda that was done, l'kavit Yisrof, who became a ger. Ve'ein sofik ke asuda azoiz la'aron shiv muskeinim. Usudu samat am l'yitzok avinu, kavana achas lahem. There was one reason for the Suda, and that was so that people should feel good and pleasant to be Zohar to Ruch HaKodesh. Because the Kohos HaNefesh are tied to Kohos HaGuf. So as a person, um, as a person is in a better mood, as a person feels good because of the physical environment and ambience, so too is he able to have Ruach HaKodesh on him. The, um, it's similar to the idea that even though the mind and the brain are not the same, and the mind is where the person's thinking, feeling, sensing takes place, but if the brain is in any way impaired, damaged, curtailed, or whatever it is, the mind is, doesn't work. If the brain is perfectly functioning, the mind may or may not work. But without the brain, there's no mind. The same thing if a person is hungry, starved, cold, depressed, then there is no Ruach HaKodesh on him. There's no Nevu on him. But when you eat a Suda's Mitzvah, and a person feels good about it, and and I, I put the key words as In other words, if the meal is for that reason, and let's give let's give a, a, a simple example, uh, a chasana, um, you know, the the the, um, the setting of a chasana enhances the sense of simcha of the chasana the kala because they're doing it Barov Am and Bepe'er and Behidur and so on and so forth, that's what they're doing it. And this is why they had a fiddle, the Nevi'im had a fiddle to help them come in the mood. There's a famous saying by Chassidim, they ask Chassidim, if you're the Simcha because of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Torah and so on, why do you need to drink, um, you know, whiskey? So the uh, muscle used is sometimes you have a very good wagon and it's really, really a um, high-quality wagon, but you need to grease the wheels to get it to move. So the grease is not the, is not the core that moves the wagon. 
the horses do it, and the, and the wagon being well built, but you need something to grease the wheels. So the muscles kind of, you know, it's not that you're singing because you're drunk, but you sort of need to grease the wheels a little bit. Um, I want to point out the opposite is also true. For instance, Shabbos, when the food, when a person is eaten well and, and the food is good and plentiful, it puts him in a good mood and he's capable of attaining more ruchnias. But if the purpose is to attain more ruchnias, if a person overeats, overindulges, that also tends to, 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 to blunt the ability to, uh, to, to partake in ruchnias. Um, anyone who's had a little bit over too much chal knows that the next three hours will not be spent in base measures. So a person needs to um, balance it. Same thing with chasana. Uh, there is, there is a, a, um, a certain level which increases the, um, the ability to be sameach and chasana and kala. And then at some point where it becomes all about the caterer and the bar and, and the orchestra, and it's the focus is taken away from us in color. So it is important. Suda's mitzvah is a very important piece of the puzzle. You know, a person dresses, Shabbos take a person. When, when, when the physical conditions are good, they enhance the ruchnias, but a person needs to understand there is a too much also. Okay, the next pasuk is where Yisro told, um, Yisro told, Moshe uh, Rabbeinu to select uh, Dayanim, and he says you shall find Anshi Chayel, Yerli Kim, Anshi Emes, and Ivetza, and so on and so forth. So he says the the um, the um, the Rabbeinu Bechayev points out about this. He says, take a look how much the Midas are important. Because the tzaddikim neviim were not, they were never praised for the Torah. Noah Avram Yaakov, you never find the Torah says the Torah chachmat unavadas kimetorah midos. You never find by them that the Torah says look how bright they were, how smart they were, how knowledgeable they were. It says they were good people. Noah was ishtarik tam, Avram was a tamim, Yaakov ishtam, and so on. He says, The main So just like a tree is there for its fruit, the fruit of Chachma is Yeshamidis. And that's why if you take a look over here, the things that we want, he didn't say pick the smartest, wisest people, but he said, An Kim, Um I want to add a piece about this, and uh, so what is the? I mean, there's a piece here that's missing. So, so is is not is being amar it's fine. The answer is it says um, understanding, doing what's right. Um, is there are two things. One is I need to have the inclination to do what's right and I need to struggle with my personal biases that are pushing me away from doing right. That's one piece of the puzzle. The second piece of the puzzle is I need to understand right from wrong. It's something that a person is not 
it, it, we, we think it automatically that yeah, doing right is just a question of doing what I want to do and what I should do and what I, and that's that. But that's not the, the whole picture of it. It's not simple at all to know what's right. Um, life is complex, and in every situation, um, you know, y you, it's like a, a Rav once said, he's done thousands of dentaras in his life. He's never met a dentara where one side gets up and says, I'm a Russian Marusha, but I'd like the money anyway. Um, people are very, very convinced how right they are. Um, understanding and knowing you can't be a good person if you don't understand but the knowing and understanding is in order to implement that which is right the person who can write a brilliant legal text but is a mushless himself is not a praiseworthy person because he's not a good person so when you're looking to pick for people that are um, passive, that they can be so you want people that are and so on and so forth Okay, the next stickle is Rabbi Bechai also, mm -hmm. and it says that and you're supposed to say it to them softly, and uh, and you know, and, and teach them, and so on and so forth. And he explains that you have to first teach the women, bec um, because you want to bring them into Torah, and so on. Then he says, Va'od, Sha'isha Teva, Hisibala Teira, the cause for for Tyra is a good woman. You know, in the family dynamics, a woman with the right attitude is really what causes um, the children to learn. She's the one that can draw a child to be smedrish. She's home. She has a very warm relationship with him so that when he's young he's drawn to learning in other words um, a person in a relationship with another person you incorporate your values in the relationship so for instance if the mother who is a figure of love and warmth and care to a child carries at it her heart the values of Torah, the child will absorb it together with the warmth and the love and so on and so forth. And that's, that has a profound impact on a child. It, it's, it, if the mother's love is that the child learn and be good, and the, and, the, and, the, and the mother's love is the child, there's sort of a transition of the values onto the love itself. And that's the most, and that draws a child to it. Uh, parenthetically, it's also the same about a mechanech. If a mechanech has warm feelings towards the Talmud and good feelings towards the Talmud, then his values become part of it, and the child wants to do those things. And that's why he says, well, so the woman is critical piece. The father is sort of an authority figure. He says, this is right, this is wrong, and the child might believe it, and the child, you know, it's something the child might feel is right. But to be drawn to something needs to affect a much deeper layer of himself, and that's the av and so on, and that's what the mother does. Well, the And this is why it is it is extremely appropriate that a woman 
um, when she's lighting licht, which is her mitzvah, she brings spawl for children that will light in Torah. And this is <coughs> the mocker actually for the tefillah that we say in the uh, before licht bench for a woman. When a person does a mitzvah, that's an appropriate time to be mispalo. A person that is that is um, that lights licht regularly, will have children so, um, it's, since this is the woman's mitzvah, and this is the time when she's doing a mitzvah, and that has in itself a realms of Torah, it's the most appropriate time to daven for the child to be zeichet to Torah. I once heard uh, a, a remark about this chazal, which I thought was very, very true. Um, it, it, the Gemara in Shabbat says, demand the rogel if a person is used to if a person is cons- consistently lights licht, yes, so no because it does this, that. So, so the person um, sort of uh, asked, well, it, it, it is a very, very beautiful mitzvah to light licht and so on and so forth, but it doesn't seem to be such a, f- a significant, phenomenal mitzvah, um, that, or so difficult mitzvah that the schar should be so great. W- what's the kilo of the midik neged mid over here? The person said people put the emphasis on the wrong part of the Chaimah Chazal. The right place to put the emphasis is Haiman Derogel Veshagi. Children pick up the things that are really part and parcel of what you do, the things you do occasionally. Um, if, if a person makes a big production when there's when a Shabbos and I guess there, but otherwise he skims on it, kids are going to pick up Maimachorinim, he gets the picture. Um, if somebody if, if somebody learns occasionally, makes a big deal out of it, and tells the kid that one of learning, but his own learning is sporadic, it doesn't make the impression. What the child picks up are the things that are extremely regular, the things that are consistent, and th- that's why the the er Chazal say <coughs> even the mitzvah of neiris, which is not a big mitzvah, you know, very expensive is anything, but Haiman the rugel b'shagi, if it's something that is habitual and it's consistent, then it has a on the kids. Okay. Um, the the next piece is also a bit of a chaya, and it says it's in the in the in the in Akarish Prabhu's introduction to Kal Yisrael, he says, Atem Mitzrayim, you seen what did Mitzrayim, and I and I brought you here on the wings of the eagle and you know, I carried you on the wings of the eagle and brought you here. Now, Lechura, this is not, I mean, it should have started, maybe I saved you and so on, and now I'm giving you the Torah. You saw what I did to Mitzrayim. Why is that in, in, in the introduction to what's coming now, which is a charge to be from Lechaz Karnim, Berekodesh, and so on. So, I remember Chayas says, Atenzeh Mitzrayim, Chilas Divesh Lichusay Birlam Inash he starts with saying, you see there is hashkoch in the world. HaKadosh Baruch Hu cares about the relationship between Klai Yisrael, between, uh, sorry, between mitzvahs and Averis, and the, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, follows the world and there's hashkoch in giving schar and honors and so on. Ki kasha ya'ovet HaKadosh Baruch Hu umabavaynam. 
When a Kaddishpokal saves one, when a Kaddishpokal destroys a nation because of various they did, and he saves another nation because of schus, he needs a mimoisi ashkocha mikra This is one of the strong moisi ashkocha and part of anishashcha. Al kain omash asisa mitzrayim shavisa maxblim bevatis and biyam ba'atamitzu zayzbenechem ve'eschem mitzaltim amaxim mitzrayim. The Rechayas says hashkocha pratis in the sense of midah connected midah and, and all that whole the introduction to Torah is that part of the understanding of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is involved in the world in terms of good and bad and there's feedback and there's hashkacha and, and, and so on and so forth this is, this is a fundamental link between believing in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and therefore I should be doing what the Torah wants me to do. Without that link of Ashkacha, okay, one issue is that Ashkacha exists, is the all-powerful, omnipotent, uh, omniscience, and so forth, and the answer to all the, all the above is yes. And that's it. You know, Torah is Torah, and they take it or leave it. He says, well, this omnipotent, uh, omniscient God is the world. Everything about the world is involved in God, and therefore, we now have a Torah to, to guide you and so on. Um, the um, next one is the Pasik Ba'atim Tiyom Alechas Karnim Bikol Kadosh. Ve'yishom Nishkulu Mikola Amin. So, it's a charge on Kalal Yisrael. And we're going to see this, um, this is a Sfarnu. Now, I, I want to explain uh, Nekuda here which gets lost sometimes in our, in, in our understanding of the big picture. Um, how do we relate to Umas Ha'olam? The, um, so for, for many, for many um, years, for, oh, let's put it this way, for a large percentage of our gullus, our relationship to Yerushalayim has been at the other side of a pitchfork, and we were busy dodging the bullets. Um, there was no question how to relate to the Inquisition, to Chmolnitsky, and 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 to, and to the pogroms and to the Tsar, and 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 you know, it, it, it was basically what we saw was the riches of the Muslim and the Crusades. We, we we saw the bad. That's one. A second type of relationship ha- has been that um, Umar were capable of tremendous tumor and, uh, and coarseness and we would be, could be dragged along and it was the business of the Mochichim and Kaisal, the Madim Kaisal to point out how Maise Knanim and Maise Mitzrayim and Maise Paris and Maise Berlin and Maise New York and all these places how terrible it is, how shuffle it is, how low it is and so on and so forth. Also true but there's a piece that has really come up. Um, you can best see it if you look at writings of somebody like Samson Hirsch. Samson Hirsch's vision is as follows. Mina Anushi, humankind, is what Akash wants in the Bria. Humankind is divine. It has in itself the ability to rise to great heights. Unfortunately, it has been thwarted from doing so with the Chet of Eitz 
Akash Prabhu chose Klai Yisrael to develop into the real Tzura of Adam and to be a shining example for Masa'ilam to realize that Tikkun as well. Uh, it's a view which incorporates the world in its entirety. On the one hand, intellectually it's a much more satisfying um, perspective. It's very hard to say that nine billion people are garbage and, uh, you know, point, you know, one w- something point in million is, is, is the important, is the only part of the world. It says, um, so the understanding is, yes, Umasalam has a lot of klipas to it, a lot of ra to it, but ultimately, Kaddish Baruch Hu's is for the world, and Klaus meant to herald that. They're meant to spearhead the drive to perfection. They're meant to be paradigms, etc. Svarno, which is, and again, you, it, it seems to have occurred in nations where Klaisol enjoyed relative prosperity, such as Italy, such as Spain in the, in the golden era. That was the attitude of many. Italy, which even though they had their restrictions on Jews, but Jews were highly prized. They were intellectuals. They mixed and they taught at universities. Galachim learned by Jews. Italy was something that was very, very unique in terms of its um, relationship between the Jews and the Goyim. So, Svarno, who's Italian, um, would have it. And Shamsha Polish in Germany, which where the Jews were relatively welcomed um, members in, in a society that was enlightened and had things of beauty to offer, um, their perspective had that connection. You see it. So, it says, the youth of the school of Kavi should be the treasure. Afalpisha kol hamina nushi yokatsli. We call yes and so and so. Even though all of humanity is precious to me, kihula vada mechuvim behem. What I could probably want out of the world is humanity. Kamar mazal chavar shivatzalim. Mikol mokayv atavim skulukulam. In that special category, you command a special subset. Vaatam tiyum askaram yubi kohanim. What's, what's, what's going to set you aside is to teach and explain to all of mankind that is supposed to worship HaKadosh Baruch Hu to worship HaKadosh Baruch Hu together with Kaisal So we are supposed to be that vanguard of of humanity to preach that and so on and so forth. Really? Yes. When the Sfarat Lahavin with a Horus Okay, let's let's well, I I want to I want to talk about it. let's go to the next piece also. It's a small line. It says Kilikola Aretz and so he explains the end of it. Um in other words, all of humanity and especially, and all of the good of humanity is precious in God's eyes. It's a question of degree. But Kaisal has a much more intense Chasidus, and so on and so forth. Yes, so what did you want to ask about? Uh, so, I mean, is this... Is this, is this the Lohar Yes. Okay. So, so let's um, explain, I guess, what is B'nai Mesorus. The, the obviously, Kleisel ex- uh, um, has never engaged in open in proselytizing. Uh, we're supposed to discourage a proselyte, except uh, the only one who's been kind of uh, in these things has been Chabad, and it's 
raised a lot of eyebrows about the Zayimitsis and what's our job to teach so and so forth. My feeling is as follows. Um, if the Shem Shmuel asks, it says that the purpose of Kali Yisrael was supposed to go to Mitzrayim to bring out the Nitzaytas Akdashis. So, he, it, it, then it says, because the Averis of Kali Yisrael, my Eida, this and that, so if the purpose to go to Mitzrayim to Golis was to bring out the Tzitzakdoshis, <coughs> so why um, why does it say that it was Gozavaris? So the Shemeshwal says, had Kalal Yisrael been perfect, the Nitzotos would have come running to them. Um, they would have drawn the toy from the Bria automatically. The only reason we had to be sent there is because we were far less than perfect. Imagine if Kaisal was the way they should be. And you know that if a Jew gives a word, he keeps the word. You know that the Jew is in an office with women, he doesn't flirt with them, it's, he, he, he keeps his distance and, and draws a very sharp line um, between himself and where he shouldn't go. Um, if you see a Jew and you, and, and you know that He's always his, his language is soft. He's he's um, you know he, he 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 never loses his temper, mm -hmm. and and he's you know toif. Then anyone who's toif would be enchanted by it and would be drawn to it. The, the best lahav nohers to olam is not to preach to them. It's rather to draw them um, by who we are and what we are. We're supposed to be examples. And people who see it, um, it's, it's sometimes remarkable that, someone just gave me a book recently, there was a woman, she and her husband are both um, Christian theologians, they both teach at university, they moved from somewhere in know, Texas, mid from the Midwest I think, they moved to Scranton, Pennsylvania, they got, they, they were both teaching at the University of Scranton, they bought a, a house smack in the middle of the from community there. I mean, this is people out of the West. And she, it's a remarkable book. Um, she's enthralled. She's been living there for years. She's enthralled with the beauty of the community, the way of life. Her bottom line at the end is that she feels, obviously, Christianity is right, but if Christians were as from about the Christianity and took it as seriously as Jews take the Judaism, it would be a real living religion. But you see the, 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 the ability to see the tov that, that sort of uh, shines out is really what draws people. Um, I just want to share a, a anecdote about something similar. Um, my mechutna was once sitting on a train on Long Island Railroad between uh, you know, Long Island and Manhattan, and there was a 20-year-old girl um, who, from girl, was sitting there, and two missionaries came over and started hacking her a cup. And he was, he got very tense, like, would you know what to answer, and this, you know, and she's going to lose herself, and she's going to uh, be convinced. I don't know, he was sitting very tense. And they gave a whole spiel, and she turns to them and she says, listen, fellas, what does it say about your religion that I really don't need to have you approve my religion, and you are desperate for me to approve your religion? What does it say about what you think about your religion or I think about my religion? If you're desperately trying to sell yours to me and I couldn't care less if you took mine. 
and <laughs> what like made her thumbs up like you hit these businessmen so it's just hit exactly home like when somebody's desperately trying to sell you some product because the most fantastic product in the world you're very suspicious the guy you want to buy from you come running to him to buy it from uh, so you know the, the, yes we haven't and the truth is in places like Italy where, where as far as it comes from there was teaching actually Jews actually taught at university there's a whole series there's, there's a Bolyon um, de la Maggio I think his name was wrote whole series of books about Jew-Goy relationships. It, it was a topic that in Italy at that, in those years, was really, really a, um, it, it, it was a topic because the Jews and the Goyim, the intellectual Jews and Goyim, had a lot of kirvan. There was a lot of overlapping. A lot of the Goyish priests came to learn Hebrew by the Jews. A lot of the Jews studied by Christians, taught by Christians. It was a, it was a very, very unusual situation something that didn't exist in any of the Eastern European countries um, where they basically were the, the Goyim were barbarians and uh, their relationship with the Jews was, 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 was what I call horrendous so it wasn't such an issue nobody, um, nobody queried about it but this was something that actually um, was an issue that they were with um, okay let's uh, hold it here